Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and all in podcast land. You are listening with great delight, I'm assuming, to Debugging the Darkness, a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all with computers and technology. I'm Doug Bonnet. I'm the sidekick, co-host, friend and brother to Executive Director Andre Class, who's sitting across from me at our podcast desk here. Um, Andre, what do you think about a side effect or a uh, sound effect for you? Well, I hit the button and nothing happened. Oh, I hate that for you. Let's see. Let's try this one. Oh. <laughs> When's the last time that you call a, a group of crows a murder? So you've just been uh, shouted out by a murder of crows. But anyway, well, how you doing, Andre? Well, I'm doing well. And speaking of crows... Uh, oh, man, I did, this is going to be the greatest segue in the history of segues. <laughs> well, actually, I had the opportunity to meet uh, with a client who I've been helping for quite some time and come to find out that her father was actually one of the founders of the Association of Old Crows, which uh, no dates way. back into, like, into... Ancient times? Well, not quite ancient times, but uh. into the military long, long time, like back into the 60s. Wow. Um, so it's... That's uh, ancient. So it's pretty cool that her father was actually one of the founding members and at one point was the president of that organization and uh, serving in our armed forces. And speaking of the armed forces, I'd like to uh, share that uh, Pray for Our Leaders 6. 6. That's uh, Roman numeral VI. See, yes. I know what that is. Yes, indeed. It, and that is coming up very, very soon in less than two weeks where we're bringing together our candidates, public officials, civil servants, veterans, first responders, and other community heroes where we're going to invite them for a special prayer and worship service where we ask for God's wisdom and protection to cover over them. A very, very powerful event every year, and this is the sixth year that we're doing it. The second year we've brought under the Christian Tech Center umbrella, and the third year that I'm going to be your Master of Ceremonies. Uh, this year's event, of course, is sponsored by Advent Health and will be taking place on Sunday, October 8th at 6 to 8 p.m. at True Life Church, 5400 Markham Woods Road, in Lake Mary, 32746. And to register, we still have plenty of open seats. This is open to the public. You can register by going to prayforourleaders.eventbrite.com. There will also be a link in the description of this show. That's right. In the show notes, yeah. uh, there will be a link that you can register. And uh, time is drawing nigh, if nigh is the right word. If it isn't, <laughs> we're running out of time. That's all I'm saying. So, well, we just got started here, so we got plenty of time. Oh, Doug. we got time we haven't used yet. But, of course, uh, at the event, we are also collecting donations of food, clothing, Bibles, and technology assets that will all be distributed to local nonprofit organizations, including our own, to be able to help serve those in need across the Central Florida community. Fantastic. We also have some other fun events coming up, including tomorrow morning. I'm going to have the privilege of speaking at the uh, Sanford Breakfast Rotary Club. Mm. It turns out there's actually two Rotary Clubs that no, meet cut it out. at the same location. And so just a couple weeks ago, I got to speak at the Sanford Lunch Rotary Club. And tomorrow, I'll get to speak at the Sanford Breakfast Rotary Club. Please right tell before. me there's a Sanford Dinner Rotary Club, Andre. I do not 
Well, I don't believe We'll start so. one, and then you can speak at that one, too, well, so you can hit uh, the triumvirate of well, the Rotary Club. Well, Tony, uh, one of our board members, Tony Boney, our Longwood, a.k.a. Strongwood Mayor, is Strongwood, actually right. in the process of starting a Rotary Club right now. In fact, Bustling Longwood. And uh, that is the Longwood Rotary Club. And oh, my gosh, so many very, Rotary Clubs. And they're having their very first meeting on uh, the morning of Monday, October 2nd, and uh, as a brand-new club, um, of course, it's a perfect time for me to uh, join Rotary as a founding charter member for this Whoa. new club. So not only am I going to be becoming a, well, a, a Rotarian member, a Rotarian, that's but right. I'm also going to be a chartered member. So it's going to oh, be man. a really, really exciting opportunity to be able to continue to branch our organization. Do you get a laminated card for being a uh, charter Rotarian? I think you should, Andre. Even if you don't, I'll make you one if they don't make you one. Well, that would be up to Tony and whatever. Uh, I'll talk rules. to Tony. I'll settle his <laughs> ash. Come on, Tony. Um, so, of course, it's a great opportunity where we can continue to go our relationship with this global organization in the pursuit of being able to serve more and more people in need both locally and beyond. So Internationally, really what do we say about the ministry of Christian Tech Center Ministries, Andre? Our goal, uh, the Lord willing, is that the sun will never set on the ministry of Christian Tech Center Ministries. So we've got the huge Pray for Our Leaders coming up. What's the last couple of weeks? Uh, we'll call it the last fortnight since uh, we've been able to share with our uh, myriad of listeners. What's been going on over there, Andre? Oh, we have been keeping busy, busy, busy. We've been helping get more computers out for more families in need. Um, just this week, uh, we've been able to provide a computer for a student uh, starting at UCF who's going for electrical engineering. Oh, nice. Uh, we just helped a single mom this morning with a computer system, and our friends at Teen Challenge came by that we've been helping with getting equipment for their operating needs, and they mm -hmm. got a bad lightning hit just a couple weeks ago. And so we were able to step in and quickly get in there and resolve uh, their network outage with replacing network equipment and then, of course, replacing computer equipment and upgrading computer equipment that they need for their day-to-day. -day. So it's always a joy to be able to be a big blessing. And, of course, uh, um, we have just were at a uh, Walmart business networking event uh, being able to network alongside other business owners. It was marketed as for businesses and nonprofits, and then we ended up being the only nonprofit that showed up. Oh, for crying out loud. I've got a word about Walmart's carts, Andre. Just out of curiosity, have you ever picked one that all four wheels were rolling in the same direction? Typically, when they are stores that are freshly renovated or when they just freshly refurbish the carts, of course. I know they've been doing a lot of that recently in the local locations, and of oh. course, we're grateful that uh, since our organization launched uh, over a year and a half ago, that Walmart has. Ah, over we that love time, the Walmart. We're just yanking your chain out there, Walmart. Although. I'm convinced I had a cart one time, and I'm not throwing <laughs> off on Walmart or Sam Walmart or Walton or whatever that guy's name was. I swear to you, Andre, the wheel. Ah, I can't swear because this is obviously going to be facetious, <laughs> but the wheels were shaped like rhombuses and trapezoids. That's how that cart rolled, Andre. What do you think about rhombus and uh, trapezoid shaped wheels? Well, I don't think they will roll too smoothly. No, not too I mean, smoothly. Typically, a wheel. Uh, used in commercial purposes like on a shopping cart is right. usually 
Uh, it's usually an inner metal wheel, and then there's like an out or a plastic wheel, and then there's an outer rubber coating. And just over time, with use uh, or temperature or what have you, and the same thing can happen with anybody's carts or anybody's uh, computers. Dollies. Look at this tr transition, Andre. It could happen some... with people's technology. Well, of course, we will definitely want to, sh to share our appreciation that yes. since the beginning, Walmart has been a great supporter Love you guys for our at mission. Um, and uh, over. Uh, $5,000 donated to Christian Tech Center since we have launched what? last year. Nice. Thank and you, Walmart. And so we're very grateful to Walmart for their ongoing support, as well as to many of the other organizations that have been partnering Whoa, with us. Oh, that was lightning, kids. Speaking and, of lightning. Uh, as it turns out, uh, we as we're recording this show right now, my phone's just buzzing because we actually just got issued a tornado warning for Ooh, our okay. current location. Oh, so nice. um, it's possible that we may have to cut our show a little bit. No, short. we're not going to do it, Andre. All you right, by the by, the power of the name of Jesus, we are going to keep the show going. Peace we are going to keep. Still, you, we uh, are going to keep the power on. That's right, and we're going to keep moving right along. Bring so, people the uh, delight in tech and faith that they've come to expect. And this is, by the way, I want to uh, take a second to explain to people this is episode. 12 everybody or as we know from roman numerals this is xii whoever thought andre that we'd be up to xii looking towards xiii on the yeah. next one well of course i'm very glad to say that we finally have our professionally designed logo thanks to such our a good logo adam yeah. Hinesley, our brother Thank you, adam. from lmc who is uh, also a professional branding expert and business owner, and he mm. made a very, very beautiful, professionally done logo uh, for our Debugging the Darkness podcast. Can't wait so, for you crazy kids out there to see it. It really looks nice. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, of course, uh, if you visit, uh, if you're listening right now, you probably see the new logo in the little description box right above it. Absolutely gorgeous logo design. So, of course, if you are potentially looking for a great logo for your business, Definitely recommend Brand Ready Designs, uh, and yeah, he does absolutely. very, very good professional work. So, Andre, um, especially as we emphasize this uh, Pray for Our Leaders VI, and that's six for you non-Roman numeral kids out there, I want to share with you the passage of the podcast that relates excellently, and I, and I want you to share your thoughts. So this uh, particular passage, I'm going to have you read it because you got the, uh, the phone not the Bible opened, but uh, it's going to be from 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2. Andre, read the passage and share the thoughts, especially as it relates to the sixth gathering of Pray for Our Leaders. Please. Absolutely, and of course, with the advent of technology, thankfully, the Bible and access to it is greater than ever. Because now not only can you get a paper copy, which we have our free Bible bookshelf at our office, but we also have the ability to access the Bible on the web and also official Bible apps, which, uh, like from Uversion, which are really, Love really good. Love the Uversion. Which are really, really good uh, to have access to all the different translations and, of course, uh, interactive plans and studies. It's really, really good to have. Really is. And, and it's free, too, might I add. Oh, so uh, let's go ahead and pull up today's passage of the podcast. And, yeah, could uh, you? So uh, as you said, it is 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, 
for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Mm, great passage, and it, it, it fits so well uh, with what's going on on October 8th, right? Yes, indeed. And not only that, but just in general, I mean, it's also one of the reasons why we also have a National Day of Prayer. But even then, it's so, so important to pray for our leaders, yes, it our is. government officials. Even if you disagree with the things that they do, we just want to pray that God will open up their hearts. Every member of our government, from the President of the United States, all the way down to your local councilman. I tell it's you, very, the, very important that we ask for God's wisdom and God's right. protection. And we've seen many times from with public figures, especially those where God puts them in positions of authority, that when they have that opportunity to be exposed to the gospel of Christ, mm-hmm. transformation happens. It just does. It's not always necessarily explainable by logic or mm-hmm. reason, but God is an almighty, omnipotent, perfect God in every way and uh, many times we see him move in ways that are unexpected. And Andre that's so well said and it reminds me not only this particular passage but we're reminded of Second uh, Chronicles 714 uh, which tells the people of Israel if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wickedness then I will hear their prayer forgive their sin, and heal their land. So in both of these cases, I wonder part of the problem in in politics and we see how divided and contentious things are getting. Uh, Andre, I would lay part of the problem at the feet of the church. And I'm not saying you or I or Lake Mary Church in particular, but I, I think the church has not been diligent in praying for their leaders, so therefore we are not living in the peace that uh, Scripture promises. Indeed, we see so much political division and toxicity um, that it's just become complete rivalry. That it, I grew up on the premise that if you have a, a disagreement with somebody, that it's you settle their hash on Twitter, right? Is that what you did when you were a kid? No, no. Oh, X. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> When, the way that I learned to handle things when you have a disagreement with somebody is just talk to the person. No. Like have a good civil conversation, be able to discuss your opposing viewpoints, be able to gather understanding. What reasoning. is this sorcery you talk to? Communicate with somebody and figure out what's going on. It's the way people used to be before people became so-called keyboard warriors, if you will. Oh, um, and see I see what you did yeah, there. And I choose, of course, to that... Uh, it's, and by the way, you keyboard warriors, if you break your keyboard, uh, come down to Christian Tech Center Ministries, and Andre <laughs> will set you up with a new keyboard. <laughs> so you can keep warrioring, if that's a verb. Um, well, of course, uh, we well, remember the power of the spoken word. When you're typing mm. on a keyboard and you're putting, you're talking and putting yourself out there, it's not just speaking something, but you are creating a permanent record right. of what you said. And that's going to be out there somewhere on the Internet. And, uh, Don't put it on the internet, kids. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Well, one thing that I mean, I've been in a way blessed with is that I've had experiences where, when I was younger, I was cyberbullied a lot on public forums in my field of interest. When Who are was, these people, Andre? I'm going after them. 
Well, don't, there's no need to be vengeful. Doug. You people don't mess with the Lord's anointed. I'm coming <laughs> after you with the elbow of smotation, well, so watch I, yourself. Again, this was before I, but one, this is before I knew Jesus. All and right, two. so you got an excuse. <laughs> right. Well, um, a little bit of a background. Uh, when I was younger, um, of course, that these were the days of Microsoft Flight Simulator 2004 and Flight Simulator X, and I was young. And When I was younger, we didn't have pocket calculators, so keep going on with your uh, technology there. <laughs> Sun. Yeah. Well, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. There were communities with different developers and different add-ons, and uh, there was one forum that I was very, very active on, and it was called Project Open Sky. And Project Open Sky was like the leading freeware developer of flight simulator aircraft for that program, where you could get very, very realistic, lifelike add-ons. And sadly, when I was on that forum, that these were on the where I was a young boy in like middle school and high school, and on the other side of these other computers, wherever they were, were grown adults, like people that had wives, people that had careers, even with you're big assuming name they had lives, Andre. But apparently, if they're out there bullying people on the interweb. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call that a life or not. And it was very, very painful because here I am, a young special needs child, just trying to find acceptance from people that like the same thing I do. Even when I had my professional career at a flight simulator company, this these things still continued. They do. And they even permeated across other websites. And, of course, uh, um, even, uh, and of course, uh, many, thankfully, since then, many of these sites, I mean, it's sad whenever uh, projects like these end up shuttering, but with the closure of these websites went away all of the bullying and all of the hurt and all of the hardships that I had to deal with. As many times, these things just keep going on. I mean, people took my photos from Facebook. They photoshopped me in a baby stroller. They photoshopped me crashing an airplane. Oh, it I was, was that guy, by the way. They photoshopped you in the baby stroller. Sorry yeah. about that, buddy. No, that wasn't you, Doug. Um, you were too. You, I think you were too busy on your mail route to learn Photoshop. I'm afraid. Uh, you are especially not wrong. considering the prices of these and access. To I had software. Paint Shop though. You remember that Corel Paint Shop? I actually was pretty decent at that, but that was oh centuries ago at this point. Yeah. So, so um, needless to say, of course, as some sites have closed and mm -hmm. moved on, I'm thankful to say that a lot of what happened back then is no longer out there on the internet praise god yeah and but, we're, um, but uh, andre today, that's an excellent point but today of course many of these websites that we see today like facebook or instagram or x or tiktok or my place wherever, is that still a thing uh, MySpace is oh, my not really that much out there i mean MySpace my has pretty much changed from my profile connecting to a music sharing service if that is still what it is oh. these days but, I mean, with a lot of these websites and platforms kids. out there, they are here to stay. And, I mean, we've seen where people end up being outed years, years later for something that they might have posted on when they were young or right. dumb. Immature, or, whatever yeah. the case is. Like, Look, Like, for example, um, one thing even here locally we yeah. saw where um, I had a friend, uh, and his name was Michael. And he was a public official here, and he was promoted to a higher public position in the state. And he was a really great guy. And then um, right after he got promoted to his new position, 
somebody shared a picture of him in blackface from, oh my ten, gosh. from like 15, 20 years ago. Mm. And uh, he, and of course, it cost him his position. It cost him his respect. Sure. And uh, so you just have to remember that things on the internet ha- can ha- still hang over you. And of course, people grow, people mature with time. Like I know that, of course, as you've seen many, many testimonies of the transformative power of Christ in their lives, people have made mistakes. And sometimes uh, when you do things, especially on the internet, that they can still hang over you. And I think if if there's one overlying theme in, in what you've been sharing, guys, the internet, I, I don't know if it's forever, obviously, but you you really, if, if you don't know, then don't post. And, and, and quite frankly, which is sounding kind of weird coming from a uh, tech-centered podcast. Well, what I say is, this is how I judge what I'm going to post before I post it. Pretty much what I decide to think about is, is what I'm about to say, do, or share conducive to my mission of winning ah, someone over excellent. for Jesus? Right. Is, would you, yeah, <laughs> I was going to add some thoughts, but that's, uh, that's well said, Andre. So as it relates to tech, you uh, before we got started today. By the way, this is the third or fourth take. We had some technical issues and we had some uh, podcaster issues, but and you we're can, loving this issue. Yeah, and you can hear even the these mics, even though they have the uh, audio filtering. Oh, like we we're got hearing so much thunder. It, yeah, these mics are still picking up the thunder outside because it's just tr- like torrential downpour right now. Believe me, There's it's unbelievable out there. But uh, we know that God's hedge of protection is over us, and we're going to keep you moving right along. That's exactly right. So, now you had shared with me, and and AI has been a uh, topic of our discussion, but certainly in this day and age, AI is a big topic. (laughs) Topic? I'll I'll call it a topic. Thank you, Andre. Thanks for straightening me out there. Um, So, a, a federal court ruled that copying AI material is, is not copyrighted, correct? The AI yeah. materials are not copyrighted? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, so there were two different artists, digital artists, that had used AI oh, come in on, the, guys. The, the composition of, of uh, digital imagery. Oh. And, of course, we see all the time where people are posting pictures and media content that's AI-generated. and all that crazy stuff. And uh, a federal court had just ruled that material that had been created either partial, either wholly or partially through AI technologies cannot be copyrighted because copyright is intended to protect the intellectual property of human. You hear that, works. you artificial intelligence people? There is no intelligence to protect because it's all fake. It's all fake, Andre. Bingo. You see that? So we've settled that issue. Um, And I was thinking about it today. Of course, we'd like to uh, go through the show notes and figure out some uh, points we want to cover. I want to ask you, from your standpoint as a tech maven, a tech guru for 15 years now, what do you think is the greatest or most significant development as it concerns computers or computing? Well, I think the most significant development really um, prior to 
what we're seeing now, I mean, we've had seen a lot of advancements over the past decade of assistive technologies, like technology that is able to use analytics and predictive predictive analysis to be able to assist somebody when finding information or ease of a task. But mm -hmm. now, of course, uh, I think that uh, with the way that the industry has gone now, um, I think that uh, we've really putting, and I, I've seen a lot of experts concur with this thought process, that we have become overly dependent now on oh, automation as well as artif the artificial, if you will. Yeah. And really what happens is when you put your faith too much in something because in the end the something temporal we'll the, call it what it is yeah the technology is only going to be able to do what a human programs it to do and of course human viewpoints are limited by the knowledge of what people have and know and what biases they might introduce into the technology and we had seen some of the, we had even seen where some of the early chatbots that some of these big companies like even Microsoft putting on Twitter, for example, a while back, and then the chatbot just started spewing all these hate and anti-Semitic uh, things. And So what you're saying, Andre, Bill Gates, as we have determined, is most assuredly the Antichrist. Hey, uh, looking forward to episode 13, everybody, well, we Bill got, Gates doesn't get we gotta, this. We've got to pray over these people, of course, That's especially right. people that have experienced essentially a spiritual bankruptcy, if you will. Well, Andre, as, as it relates to that, we think of when it encourages us in 2 Corinthians 2, 1 through, or uh, 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 2, to pray for our leaders, we have to understand that even a, a Elon Musk or a Bill Gates or a, Jeff or, Bezos. or a Jeff Bezos or a Mark Zuckerberg, these, in a sense, are at the very least cultural leaders and they have a tremendous amount of influence. So to your point, yeah, are we praying for these people? We need to pray for all of them, especially if there is somebody that has yet to know Christ, if there's somebody that's living their life in a way that doesn't honor him, we just have to pray for them. We have to, It's our job to love on them and pray for them. That's right. Not to be the judge. because We are not the judge, Andre. Oh, yeah, the ultimate Judge. Although I would like to crown somebody with a gavel every now and again. Have you ever met that? I'm repenting, Andre. I don't want to drag you into my madness, but every now and again, my friend. So, well, I mean, judges have their important purpose in oh, our society, of course. Absolutely. So, uh, the flip side of the same coin, maybe, what did you expect maybe 15 years ago? And I'll, I'll couch this with a little bit of context. When I was a kid watching the, the uh, Jetsons, I thought, well, we're going to have picture phones. Uh, guess what? That did happen. And I also thought we were going to have flying cars, which I'm glad didn't happen you because know, people can't drive on land. So well, I, I don't want it, flying it cars. It is actually advancing in that we are seeing, like, hover vehicles. That It, it is starting to happen where we're seeing, like, we're going to be seeing individually capsuled uh vehicles that I know Airbus is working on and several other companies. Take all the fun um, out of driving. When, uh, and also, uh, years ago, I remember there was the Terrafugia Transition, which was a car, like it was a essentially made to be a roadworthy vehicle that also was a full-featured airplane with retractable wings. 
and there are oh, still companies yeah, that are there are companies that are still actively in the development of making vehicles and pursuing vehicles and uh, of course back uh, in your time i should say we <laughs> actually you, had i'm not going to like was about to come out of my well, we, friend andre's <laughs> mouth i guarantee well, it well we actually had yeah, we had abacuses and we had pencils and and with that, we also had supersonic travel. Oh, yes, we Remember did. Remember the Concorde? Oh, man. You know, my mom's actually flown on the Concorde back in the day, so yeah. a little trivia for you. But what I, I want you to, to share in the last couple of minutes. And, well, now um, we have Boom, this, uh, which is a company that's working on developing a supersonic jetliner, and major ooh, airlines are already I'm placing in. orders for it. What, um, what do you think? Or, or what did you believe back in the day that we would have now that we don't? It's really hard to look back and say because... I, so much development, course, though, I really. Yeah, because uh, back then, of course, I was working in a position where I was in the forefront of, of fledgling aviation technology at Ooh. the simulator company I worked for. And so, of course, I was looking forward to a day where we'd be able to have photo real life-like scenery and... In fact, the current Microsoft Flight Simulator actually has that. It's based off of satellite imagery. Mm. So when you're flying in Microsoft Flight Simulator, you're seeing not just the airports, but you are seeing all the real-world buildings. And in fact, you can even soar right by the so-called eyesore on I-4 by flying <laughs> alongside I-4. It is an eyesore, the by the way. The Majesty Building, of course. Majesty. And uh, so like all the details, the fine details are all there. And so I knew back then that someday there would be a day we'd be able to immerse ourselves and fly around in a lifelike world and uh, sure enough now that day had come upon us with the most recent release of the newest Microsoft Flight Simulator so they literally went over a decade close to 15 years without another release of Microsoft Flight Simulator because Microsoft Flight Simulator X when I was a kid that came out in 2006. So the Microsoft computer I had was a Pentium 4. Oh my gosh! So the the Microsoft is still using uh, DC3s as uh, airlines that they're simulating for. Well, uh, DC3s all the way up to the 787 because there's it presents the opportunity also to fly on historic craft that uh, don't that the Enola Gay. Oh, they dropped an A bomb. That was the first A bomb, by the way. Yeah. The Spruce Goose, um, yeah, Howard Hughes' Oh, can you? Yeah, they made they made fly that. No, they made that for Microsoft Flight Simulator. Like, you oh can, man! So all these airplanes that, including many that uh, you can't fly today, or many that might not even exist anymore in real life. A De Havilland. Like you can. I don't even, know what that is. Um, Sounded technical. Like, well, De Havilland is a very big name aviation company. See like, that? They made the Comet. They made the. Uh, they made so many different makes. Stick models. that in your hat, Amelia Earhart, if you're still alive. All right, so let's do this, Andre. Let's uh, tease. That's what us professional podcasters like to do for the next episode, a fortnight from now. And then I, I want you to uh, wrap the show up with, of course, um, addresses and, and contact points and anything else you want to share. But let me uh, tease these. So tech discussions where we still want to talk about storage. Uh, email platforms, listener questions. A guy, uh, Mr. Richard Fader from Fort Lee, New Jersey, wrote in. Um, the, and those are the questions that uh, we were able to share. 
Uh, there's a ton of news about iPhones that CNET kind of bored me to tears, but you'll definitely want to come back. Of course, we'll have a recap of Pray for Our Leaders. So, Andre, how are the boys and girls, and, and we, we really want to hammer this, Hit the donate. What do we say, Andre? Until you draw back a bloody nub. That's how many oh, times you need on. to hit the uh, donate button. I never advocate self-harm, Doug. Well, but, uh, do it safely. Well, here's something I would definitely like to share. Please, yeah, please definitely subscribe to our show. We have a dedicated website set up for the show now. It's debuggingthedarkness.com, which would forward directly to our PodServe portal. Probably so the can, best podcast in the history of podcasts, by the way. And, of course, uh, just to put it out there. And one thing I am going to share is that uh, on our next show, we are going Ooh. to announce a contest. So you oh, definitely man. want to subscribe. You definitely so want to be We're going to give that. you the opportunity that we're right. listening to us could potentially lead to something very, very fruitful for you, I should say. You see that, people? Um, but uh, in the meantime, of course, uh, you can learn more about Christian Tech Center by visiting ChristianTechCenter.com. And, of course, the address where we have our technology workshop serving those in need is at 1006 West State Road 434 in Longwood, zip code 32750 in the state of beautiful Florida. Beautiful Florida. And, of course, uh, our phone number is 407-545-8090. And, again, our website, ChristianTechCenter.com, where you can learn more about the different services we offer for the community. You can click the little red Donate button at the top right corner and also check out different ways you can help support our mission from finance to surplus technology to volunteer hours we definitely need all the help as we continue to help those in need from families to ministries to other charitable organizations across our region nice and i i know andre would would uh, echo uh, my request please 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 uh, within the the sound of our voices pray for christian tech center ministries because that's that's the power in, in what we're doing over here. That's what's going to bring the increase. Ultimately, it's God that brings the increase. So do that uh, faithfully, and, and, and we would certainly support that. So we'll look forward to hearing and speaking, probably not hearing from you unless you call Andre over there at Christian Tech Center Ministries. But we look forward to speaking to you all again a fortnight from now. So as we like to say in a language of love, Dios te bendiga.